Media. Hello and welcome to the Mostly Media Podcast, where we talk media mostly. mostly. I'm your host, Cole Giroux. I'm your other one, Janie Massey Giroux. Oh my gosh, See, I did you 14 years. Wow. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, Today, no problem. I have a... Uh, <laughs> A shake that tastes like nail polish, and we're we're raring to go here. How about you? I took a little sipple of that shake, and I think it tastes pretty accurate to eggnog. It's so. an eggnog shake from the Steak and Shake. But they don't have any steak there. They're steak burgers. Oh, what's the difference? The meat it's made with. Oh. It's made with ground steak instead of ground beef. Really? Did not know that. You're lying. <laughs> You're just making... I, I, like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> ground steak? No, I think it's just not made with like ground beef. Okay. Let me do some research. But it do be a cow. What is a steak burger? I think I can confer what it is. A steak burger is also known as a steak house burger, mainly because you can find them easily in steak houses, often in several different recipes. <clears throat> As the name suggests, the burger is a cross between a beef burger and a steak. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Rather than using a beef patty for the burger, chefs use a steak patty. Okay. Like I said. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Today, we're we're switching things up a little bit. Janie's joining us here. And then I'm out. And then she's dipping because she's not going to be interested in the topic I have like usual. And I just don't want to put her through having to do this with me the one thing we do together you have anything to say nope say oh it says nothing oh 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 here you go okay so what what have you been up to this weeky girl oh you already know same post christmas musical arrest these merry gentlemen whoa 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 (laughs) This is where we live. Thank you for watching the Mostly Media <laughs> Podcast. Hey, that's media. Is it not? <laughs> is it not? I guess. Uh, no, Christmas musical at St. Paul's. I've been in Chwage, and it's been a little stressful this week, but we're getting through it, and it'll be over tonight, and I'm really excited, actually. Good. I'm excited. I'm going to see it. Yep. A lot of my friends and family is going to see it, actually. Maddie. Grace, your family, mm-hmm. my mother. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if my grandparents are coming. Anyways, that's what, that's basically what we've been up to. And we've also been watching a stinky little dog. And he's... You, you remember from last week. Yeah. he's uh, He's gone, though. He, he died. <laughs> I'm kidding. He didn't. Oh, this man found something to play with. Whoa. Hey. My parents got back from Florida, so he's with them again reunited with his mother oh my gosh he looks so fat oat oat does okay so how about you what have you um what have you been up to i don't think i've been doing much this week yeah um at work i've been going over to a bunch of different places that i don't usually go it's been nice peaceful something's coming from your butt (laughs) um i think that's it i don't think i've done much this week Oh, sorry. I'm I'm adjusting my mic. Okay. I guess one thing is I think today we officially finished the bulk of our Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You have nothing to add to that? No, I don't. But Oat oh, is wanting it. into your candy jar. <laughs> he was like, what is He said, here? what is this delicious confection? <laughs> is that for me? Uh, I wonder if he actually sounds like that. He probably does. <laughs> now he's going to take a poop in the bathroom. Um, what if he just walked in the bathroom and he was pooping in the toilet? He would be. <laughs> yeah. He really, 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 really would be. Okay, so do you have anything else to add for this episode, Janie? Have fun. <laughs> and good luck. I, I, that's not what I meant. I meant to like the oh. people. Do you have anything else to say oh. to them for the week? Oh. Um, Anybody have, else you want to say hi to? Have or? fun and good luck. Hello to everyone. I'll miss you this episode. Except for. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to cut that out? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, what did you mean then? I don't know. I was setting you up for a joke. Okay, say it again. No. (laughs) Ruined. Why? What was the joke? You got to pick. Okay. And I I think I picked well, personally. (laughs) I do. Okay. So... Janie, we'll see you at the end, everybody. Say bye. Boy, I'm going to go have some mac and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, we didn't say what this was about. So, yeah, this is this episode. Of course, you haven't read the title or whatnot. Is all about holiday-related horror films. Now, as most of you have known in the past, if you've followed along here, I am a, a certain type of person <laughs> that really enjoys horror movies. doesn't really matter what kind. I went through like every single genre of horror in our horror episode that we did for Halloween in October. So if you want some maybe background, maybe go check that out. It's a little spooky for this holiday season, but it will get the job done. So for today, <clears throat> we're talking about all... Christmas movie or all horror movies that are related to the holidays. Now, when I initially thought of this idea, I wanted to involve all winter solstice, wintry holidays. So, like, I tried to find horror movies relating to Hanukkah, New Year's, any other sort of thing that's happening in December. Winter time, I tried to find stuff on. I found a few, but I did not get the chance to watch those by the time this episode needed to be filmed and whatnot. So today we're just doing Christmas horror films. And then maybe next year we'll work into some other holidays, other winter activities. I I don't know. (laughs) So, just a little brief introduction. Also, sorry, last week I said in the episode that we were doing bob's burgers christmas episodes for today i did not have enough time to finish watching all of those before this and i had a bunch of christmas horror films under my belt before filming this episode so i just watched a few extras to do this so we're just moving some of our schedule around we'll get to bob's burgers before december ends i assure and promise you that why are you shutting it oh okay Okay, so a little brief introduction. So, as as I said before, most of you know, if you've followed along, I love a good horror film. Especially, especially a holiday-themed horror film. Not just Christmas. Any 
holiday horror film that isn't necessarily Halloween related. Because like Halloween horror movies, been there, done that. We're used to her already. But like any any other holiday, count me in. So like Thanksgiving horror movies, Christmas. I tried to find some Hanukkah ones that looked interesting. I I only really found one that I was interested in. But well, I would assume I'd enjoy it because it's holiday related. I've seen some New Year's ones. Is that really it? I wonder if there's like Valentine's Day kind of horror movies. That would be interesting to look into. But yeah, anything that has a theme that's not just like killing what blah, 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 normal. Like if it's just not, if it's based around a holiday where there's like traditions involved, love it. Oh, let me catch up here. Okay. Uh, So the list I have here is a list of all holiday related horror movies that I've seen pertaining to the winter solstice traditions which uh, I wrote down here when I intended to watch these others' movies, but I didn't get to them. So I have 11 movies here to talk about, and then 11 movies that I've seen to talk about, and then I have a few, maybe about seven, eight, that I have on my watch list that I am intending to watch before next year at some point. I don't know. And before we really get into this, I want to just maybe kind of briefly touch upon why I really love these kinds of horror films that aren't just like set at a random date, like throughout autumn or during Halloween or whatever. The reason I love it is because <clears throat> you can, I feel like there's more creativity that's involved with relating something that's supposed to be so scary into a holiday that it's very whimsical and light And I just, that's just so interesting, creative, and fun in my opinion. I feel like with slasher movies specifically, the kills in that kind of get repetitive. Like, oh, I'm being killed with a knife. I'm being killed with an axe. Blah. It's very repetitive after a certain point. But when you get a holiday-themed something, you can use objects from those holidays to create more... um, interesting and creative kills in a movie that's like for a lot of people horror movies like the killing aspect as bad as it sounds is like there's a draw to it just to see how creative people can get with it and like just seeing someone being stabbed with a knife after a certain amount of time it's like you get desensitized to it but there's some movies that just take it to another level where it's like I don't know how you thought of that. I think you might need to go see somebody because that's that's insane in like the best way. Like nothing related to Christmas, but I watched um Your Next a few months ago and it's about a family. Wait, is that Let me let me look this up. Is that related to a holiday? Oh, no. No, it's not thought it was it's not because it's about a family that all gets together at a house to celebrate their parents wedding anniversary that's why i thought i thought they were they knew they were celebrating something i forgot what it was it's a wedding anniversary and towards the end there is a kill that involves a blender that is like oh my gosh it's not a knife it's not a gun it's not an axe pete we're getting creative here and it's not just like oh here we go again Something I've seen before a thousand times in horror movies. But like 
you have to really think about that kind of stuff. And that's, I really appreciate that with a lot of these horror movies. So I think we'll get into this. So we're not dragging here. Cause I feel like I'm repeating myself over and over again. <clears throat> so we're going to start and I don't really have a certain order that I have these in. I started just putting them down from how I've watched them in reverse order on Letterboxd. And then I just started throwing really willy nilly in there when I remembered which ones I've seen. So we're starting with my most recent holiday horror watch, which is called Christmas Bloody Christmas. This one came out last year, 2022, and it is about Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's it's Christmas Eve and Tori just wants to get drunk and party, but when a robotic Santa Claus at a nearby toy store goes haywire and begins a rampant killing spree through her small town, she's forced into a battle for survival. This one, I, I'm going to quickly look up something about this because... It came out last year, and I feel like the budget for this film was kind of low, but in a good way, if that makes sense. So it on, it made 251000 in the box office, kind of low for a, a movie, compared to like the big name movies, which are getting like billions. That's kind of low, but I, I, won't, I don't see anything about how much it cost to make it. But I assume it was kind of more low budget. It had that vibe, but in a good way. Like you could just tell it was more of an indie film. It's not an indie film. It is not an indie film in any way. But like it was just very, the way it was filmed, it was very grainy. It's by this director who directed it, uh, Joe Bagos. I don't know how to say his last name. <clears throat> And all of his movies have a certain vibe, which are like neon, dark, bloody, which is, it's very interesting for a, a holiday movie because it is so gruesome and gory and bloody, but it's also so like vibrant because it's all lit by neon lights. It's very interesting and it's, it's a very sexual movie. And if you do decide to watch this, I will say the very beginning is very hard to get into. The main, the two main characters at the beginning, so annoying. The dialogue is insufferable in times. But once you get past, it sounds so bad or so weird. There's a scene where the two main characters are, there's oral being performed. And then in the house next door, the robotic Santa is murdering a family. After that point, it really starts to pick up and it gets crazy because this this robotic Santa will not die. It just keeps coming back. No matter how many times you think it's down, it's popping back up, coming back with different vengeances. It's insane and it just wouldn't end in the best way possible. It was really good. Up next, we have Anna in the Apocalypse. This one is wild for a completely different reason. So this is a zombie apocalypse threatens the sleepy town of Little Haven at Christmas, forcing Anna and her friends to fight, slash, and sing their way to survival, facing the undead in a desperate race to reach their loved ones. But they soon discover that no one is safe in this new world, and with civilization falling apart around them, the only people they can truly rely on are each other. This 
is a wild concept of a film. It is a horror comedy zombie apocalypse musical. Oh, sorry. Did I say Christmas? (laughs) A comedy horror Christmas musical zombie apocalypse film. Insane. It's hat on hat on hat on hat of a movie concept. I'm very conflicted about this film. The concept is like five stars alone. So good. The concept is amazing. But the follow through, the music is very generic. And the plot is, the plot is okay. Again, kind of generic, but it's a musical. It's, it's very gory, very cringy, very interesting. It's definitely an interesting watch. Definitely not like you need to see this film before you die. But it is, it's definitely like, I think I might watch this to see what it's like. I would say that. If you just are interested in that, what it sounds like it is, you'll probably be thrown off by what it is, if that makes sense. Up next, we have It's a Wonderful Knife. This one came out this year, 2023. Yeah, this is new. Oh, and Anna in the Apocalypse, I believe that's 2018. I believe that is a 2018 film. Let me let me double check that. Ooh. 2017. Sorry, 2017. That's gross. I had to do that on camera. Sorry. (laughs) So, as I said, up next, we have It's a Wonderful Knife. So, Winnie's life is less than wonderful one year after saving her town from a psychotic killer on Christmas Eve. When she wishes, wishes she was never born, she finds herself magically transported to a nightmarish parallel universe with the murder, murderous maniac now back. She must team up with a misfit to identify the culprit and get back to her own reality. This one is middle of the road, I'd say. Definitely a kind of fun interesting concept set during christmas it's it's interesting justin long is in it there was another he was in another movie i just watched what was it what he was just in oh different movie it wasn't a horror movie it was a different christmas movie that just came out last year called christmas with the campbells different movie sorry okay Justin Long is in this, and I swear, I have this love-hate relationship with Justin Long. I feel like I had no qualms with him until I saw Tusk. Tusk really ruined it for me in a way, because that movie is so absurd. It's it's interesting. But this movie, he has big giant teeth and a fake accent. It's really weird. Really weird. But it's it's definitely... All right, I'd say. I don't really have much to say about it because I wasn't the most impressed with it. Next, we have Krampus, a horror comedy based on the ancient legend about a pagan creature who punishes children on Christmas. This one has had the opportunity and potential to be the horror Christmas film of all horror Christmas films. Like, I was expecting the pagan Yule aspects of this film to be through the roof and it really wasn't my opinion 
the CGI wasn't that good. I wish they utilized actual Krampus more instead of sending little henchmen in. But it had the opportunity to be really good, but it just wasn't it wasn't what I was hoping it'd be. But it was still an all right. It's on the better side, I'll say. It's on the better side of Christmas horror. Next, we have Black Christmas, the 1974 version. A sorority house is terrorized by a stranger who makes frightening phone calls and then murders the sorority sisters during Christmas break. This is the very first of the Black Christmas films I had seen. And because there's three, there's three Black Christmas movies. This is one of the better ones out of the three. I will say that. It's probably my second. It's my number two, which most people would disagree with me. And I would, I'd say that's valid. It's valid. But what are you going to do? This film is very good. It's it's a very early um, <clears throat> contender for classic horror. There's a dog barking outside. Sorry. Um, especially Christmas horror. This is this is probably one of the very first Christmas horrors out there, and it did its job. It's very Christmassy, very horror-y. I like the idea that you don't know much about this killer beforehand. And it, this movie gives us the iconic classic line of the call is coming from inside the house. Amen to that. Thank you to Black Christmas for giving society this line. Because it's been used. Used so much. Hey y'all, it's Cole. So uh, I had to change the battery because the camera was about to die. And when I did so, I did not check to make sure the focus was still good. So in the following clips, it is not focused on me whatsoever. If you're watching on YouTube, sorry to you. If you're just listening, pay no attention to this message. Sorry for your inconvenience. Sorry if the, um, the framing has changed. I had to change batteries. Don't mind me. Sorry. Okay. Where was I? Black Christmas. <laughs> Black Christmas 2006. Uh, similar to the first movie, an escaped maniac returns to... Actually, this is the follow-up, really. <clears throat> an escaped maniac returns to his childhood home on Christmas Eve, which is now a sorority house, and begins to murder the sorority girls one by one. This is like part two, sequel to the first Black Christmas, but it's the same title. Interesting choice. It's basically about the killer from the first movie coming back to the house and doing it again. But this time, it's better. This is the last of the three that I've seen. And it was my favorite, which I was not surprised by. The picture, the poster for the movie, I was like, this is going to be the most of the era movie I've ever seen. And it is, but in a good way. It's from 2006. So just imagine what a 2006 horror slasher is about or is like. And that's what it is, but good. So... Wrapping up our Black Christmas era, we have Black Christmas from 2019. This is during Christmas break. The women of Hawthorne College start being preyed upon by an unknown stalker. Riley, a girl dealing with her own trauma, decides to take matters into her own hands before she and her friends are murdered too. This one is kind of, it's the same concept, basically. It's about murders happening in sorority houses classic to the black christmas franchise but there is a weird like demonic cult 
that gets involved and it just ruins it for me. I'm not into that. Like if you're going to be a slasher, be a slasher. Don't bring in all that stuff in here. I don't need it. What happened to the classics? Come on. Come on now. Next we have violent night. Not really a horror movie. It's a thriller, like a very, it's a thriller. I'd say. Yeah. But like it, it's definitely a different vibe compared to all the other, all these other ones. But it's still very Christmassy. Very Christmassy. When a team of mercenaries breaks into a wealthy family compound on Christmas Eve, taking everyone inside hostage, the team isn't prepared for a surprise combatant. Santa Claus is on the ground. And he's about to show why this Nick is no saint. I did not read that before I did this. This is quite good. I, I do have to say, I did enjoy Violent Night. The title? Chef's Kiss Amazing. Such a good title. And David Harbour. Come on. David Harbour as Santa Claus. Santa Claus with a man bun. I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm sold already. Okay. Moving along, we have The Lodge. A soon-to-be stepmom is snowed in with her fiancé's two children at a remote holiday village. Just as relations begin to thaw between the trio, some strange and frightening events take place. Wait a second. Did I skip a movie? I did. I'll come back to that. Um, so yeah, this is, it, it is what it sounds like, but yet again, there's another cult involved. So like the stepmom was in a cult and then she escaped and survived and she has all this trauma from that. And I don't want to spoil anything from this movie, but by the end of the movie, that trauma has been brought back out and it turns out things are not as what they see. Things aren't what they see. That's all I'll say. It's a very good watch. It's not the most Christmassy on the list, but it's still very good. Okay, we're going to move back up to the one I, I skipped over on accident, which is Better Watch Out. On a quiet suburban street tucked within a safe neighborhood, in quotes, a babysitter must defend a 12-year-old boy from strangers breaking into the house only to discover that this is far from a normal home invasion. That is the line that hooked me. That line. This whole thing hooked me. It was interesting. A Christmas themed whatnot break in who's or whatever was this the most Christmassy one no it wasn't very Christmassy it had a lot to do with home alone there was a lot of home alone talk happening but yet again this is very similar to the lodge these two movies fraternal twins in my opinion they're just not what they seem things are just not what they seem in these two movies in a good way and a bad way. I don't want to give too much away about those because those are very big plot twist movies and I don't want to give those plot twists away because those are very indeed plot twisting. <laughs> and then lastly, for the um, for the ones that I have seen, we have Adult Swim Yule Log. Get in the holiday spirit with this cozy crackling fire. That's all it says. All that it says. All this was taken from uh, Letterboxd, all these little blurbs that's all it says <clears throat> this movie is marketed and and given to you in a way that it's supposed to be like one of those youtube videos you look up like fireplace crackling fireplace christmas vibes and you watch it, it's like a 10 hour video that's what this vibe is it it was an an adult swim movie that they put on there and when you first start it it's like oh it's another it's a relaxing crackling fire in the background but the twist is, it is not. It is a horror movie 
it is wild. It's about this couple that rented an Airbnb cabin, but the guy films those Yule log videos and sells them as like an influencer to make money. And that's what it starts as. He's filming this fireplace and then it zooms out into this cabin and all this weird stuff going on. There's paranormal murders, aliens. It is bat shit crazy in a good way. It's wild. The ending. Interesting. I don't want to give too much away about this, but it was very interesting. It's on HBO max. If you are interested, it it's, it's good. It's good. <clears throat> okay. And then for my watch list, I have kind of a bit about each of these movies, but I don't think I'll get into it that much. Cause I'm, I got to edit this and post it today. So, <laughs> so the first, um, first one we have Hanukkah, that's the holiday and the movie. <laughs> Because I wanted to do movies that weren't just Christmas related. So I found this horror movie. It's just called Hanukkah. And it is a group of Jewish teens are getting ready for a party to party for the holidays, but are in for a festival of frights. With the help of a wise rabbi, they deduce that the murder victims have violated Judaic law and that their only chance at survival is to embrace their faith. No idea what this is about. Haven't seen it. I just want to. And next we have a New Year's movie. I think this one came out last year. It's called New Year, New You. A group of old friends gather for a girl's night on New Year's Eve. But as they begin to rehash old memories, many of the gripes they've been harboring manifest in a murderous way. Interesting. I have no idea. (laughs) And then the rest of these movies, I have Christmas-related horror. Just ones I have on my watch list. The first one is The Mean One. And if that title doesn't give anything away, it is about a murderous Grinch. Pause for a dramatic effect. It's about a town. Cindy Lou witnesses a murder, the murder of her parents. Years later, she comes back for revenge to kill the Grinch that killed her parents. I think it sounds good. The guy that plays the mean one, because they can't say Grinch, because they're going to get sued, um, is the same guy that plays Art the Clown from Terrifier. I'll leave that with the I'll leave that information with you. You can decide. The next one is called The Killing Tree. It is about a... I'll just read it. I don't have that many more. Okay. On Christmas Eve, a scorned widow casts an ancient spell to resurrect her executed husband. However, when the spell goes wrong, the husband is brought back as an evil Christmas tree. Hell-bent on getting revenge on the ones who caused his execution, the body count keeps rising as the tree hunts her down. That's just... That sounds amazing. That is also very similar to another movie on this list, Jack Frost. I know that's a very popular one. I haven't seen it, though. As a notorious serial killer is being driven to his execution, the truck carrying him encounters a bizarre accident that transforms him into a mutant snowman. The sheriff who originally caught the psychopath has remained concerned about his return, and it seems that his fears were well-founded. Before long, bodies pile up, all killed in gruesome, wintry ways. Can the sheriff stop the murderers? The murder murderer's icy reign of terror. I love this concept of someone being stuck in a Christmas item. Love it. Because we have Jack Frost, which is about a murderous Christmas tree. The Killing Tree, about a murderous Christmas tree. Wait. 
Jack Frost murderous snowman. I said Christmas tree, sorry. And then Jack Frost is very similar to the similar f- film Jack Frost about a dad that dies and gets transformed into a snowman. Not a Chris or not a horror movie, just a Christmas movie. Um, so don't get that don't don't get those mixed up. <laughs> don't let your children get those mixed up. Just love the idea. Next we have Puka. It is a struggling actor gets a holiday season job as a Christmas character in a plush suit to promote the hottest toy of the year, Puka. He slowly develops two personalities, one when he's in the suit and one when he's outside of it. Interesting. That sounds interesting. And lastly, we have Snowfalls. I just looked up holiday horror. This one came up and it, the top, I picked this one because the poster looked cool. I have no idea what it's about yet though. <laughs> After a winter storm strands five friends in a remote cabin with no power and little food, <clears throat> sorry, a disorientation slowly claims their sanity as each of them succumbs to their fear that the snow itself may be contaminated or somehow evil. Evil snow? Interesting. I like that idea. Okay. Those were all the the films I have, so we're going to we're going to run over here real quick into Oh, sorry into trying to rank these i gotta start my screen recording first give me a second give me a second no you have to come on this side because i moved the camera <laughs> okay i just wanted you to <laughs> to follow along here with my uh with the ranks i've made are you ready mm-hmm. okay so we'll start from the bottom so this is the the worst category we have santa skipped your house okay because like that's that's the worst case scenario mm-hmm. above that we have stocking full of coal because like that's better than Santa skipping you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next, we have Elf Minimum Wage. Middle of the road. They're making the minimum wage. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Next, we have Santa's Sleigh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the top category <laughs> we have can come down my chimney. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Do you, I made those myself. Those are so creative. Thank you. Why is your jacket wet? I beat on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just wanted you to, to enjoy my my whatnots. Love you. <laughs> Thanks. <clears throat> okay, everybody. Oh wait, I I edited this. Give give me a second. I gotta make this festive for us. So how how's everybody holiday season going? Are you getting all your presents? Are you are you doing your whatnots and holiday cheer? All right, here we go. Oh, that's yellow. Never mind. So just give me a second. Um, okay, here we go. That's more Christmassy. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into this. So we're going to start right here with this first one. We're going with Anna and the Apocalypse. And this one, very interesting concept. The concept, like I said, like it deserves props for the concept alone. It's very good. So I'm going to put it in Santa skipped your house though, because it just didn't do what I needed it to do. Very, very good storytelling. I guess the music seemed very random at times and it just wasn't the best music. There was one song I really enjoyed from it. And other than that, it was a no for me (laughs) up next. We have better watch out, which I'm going to put in elf minimum wage because that movie will have you yelling at your screen pissed off and the plot twists are so good i kind of spoiled them for myself but if i didn't astonishing it would have been great 
Next up, we're going to get into our Black Christmas era for the, we have Black Christmas 74. I think I'm going to put that one in Can Come Down My Chimney because it is, it really paved the way for the rest of these films in the Christmas horror genre. And that's on facts. Next up, we have Black Christmas 2006. I'm also going to put that up there with the first Black Christmas and Can Come Down My Chimney because it is so good. It's a continuing, it's a continuation of the first one, but very different from, because that's a very big gap. That is almost 30 years. That's 20, 29 years, 30 years between the two, but it's so good. So good. It's very, the second one's very campy and fun. I will tell you that the 2019 black Christmas though is wait, why these switched themselves. Let me, let me fix this real quick. Sorry, I didn't even realize these are all mixed up. What happened here? What is going on? Sorry, everybody. I didn't realize these all flipped. Oh, wow. No! (laughs) Okay, this one's red. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, everybody. So how did I have these? This one goes in Santa's sleigh. This one was stocking full of coal. And this is Santa's skipped your house. Okay, okay, we got there. Black Christmas 2019 is Santa Escaped Your House because it is by far the worst one I have seen on this list. And I stand by that. It wasn't good. It was very preachy. Like, the messaging was good, but it was very preachy in a way that it does the opposite almost of what it was trying to do. And the whole cult aspect at the end just wasn't it. It really ruined it for me. But the idea of, like, a, a Christmas sorority killer is good. So the first two will get props. Up next, we have uh, Christmas Bloody Christmas, which I'm going to put in Santa's sleigh because it is very good, very shocking. But those two characters are so annoying. (laughs) Up next, we have It's a Wonderful Knife. I'm going to throw this one in Elf Minimum Wage. Very middle of the road, kind of basic, just... uh. And also Krampus is going to follow that because it just didn't do what it needed to. It it didn't do what I needed it to do. I needed it to be way more pagan, ritualistic, Yule log, whatnot. Like I'm, I've been getting a lot of um, Yule and pagan TikToks relating to Christmas about how like the rituals of the Christmas we have now are stolen from pagan rituals and I just really needed some more of that. It's about, it's Krampus. It is literally about the pagan ritual lore legend. I can't say words of Krampus. That's literally where it comes from. And it just didn't give me everything I needed it to, if that makes sense. Up next, we have the lodge. Mm. I'm going to put this. In Elf Minimum Wage. Because it's very good. The twists are good, but it's not on the level of Better Watch Out. I, I just, I don't know what that noise was. <laughs> um, Again, it makes, it's so angering. It's so angering. But it just, I feel like there was parts of it that I was just like, mm, eh. Up next, we have Violent Night, 
which I'm going to put in Santa's sleigh because how could you not put David Harbour in Santa's sleigh? Come on. Come on now. And lastly, we have Yule Log. I'm going to put in the elf's minimum wage. It was it was between that and stocking full of coal, but it was not it was not that bad. It was very middle of the road, very interesting concept. Adult Swim does have good concepts like that where it's something that's supposed to be you're supposed to believe it's one thing but switches to another and it's just so mind-boggling and interesting and weird. So yeah, this is my ranking of Christmas Hoosie What's It Nots It's. That was very close to Nazis. Oh my gosh. This is my ranking of horror Christmas movies. (laughs) Okay. With that being said, I think, I think we're good to throw all of this back to Janie and Cole to wrap things up. But before I do that, I just once again want to say, if you've watched this far, thank you. If you've listened this far, thank you. I really appreciate it. It helps us out. If you, want to if you're able to we would love if you would like subscribe on youtube follow us where you can and if you listen on spotify or wherever you listen to it give us a rating whatever that may be five star would be appreciated but we'll take what we can get (laughs) thank you take it away guys okay that's i'm cutting that wow what an interesting episode everybody Mm -hmm. what do you think janie i uh heard you from the other room and you were talking pretty passionately so yeah what was your favorite part my favorite part was when you um messed up reading the words and then you went (laughs) (laughs) just kidding i couldn't hear you (laughs) (laughs) oh because we haven't done it yet (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is this is behind the scenes, everybody. BTS. So Wait. before the before our transition into the into the the meaty juiciness of this episode, when Janie left, she never left. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're we're just filming it right after that. So what's your meaty of the week? <laughs> um, can can you go first? <laughs> um. No. <laughs> Do you you have no meaty of the week? You know I don't. You know my meaty of the week is uh. The music from Arrest These Merry Gentlemen. I literally, I'm tired of the music. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I've been listening to it. Yeah. Multiple times a day. All right. <clears throat> For me, my media of the week, I didn't, I don't know what I was going to say something to you, but I forget. <laughs> what? Oh, what? my media of the week what? is... um. What? The new Nicki Minaj song that's just oh Billie Eilish. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, we were listening to it and it was like, oh, so peaceful. So and peaceful. All of a sudden, Nicki's boom. like, switch the vibes up very quickly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't like Nicki Minaj. You don't? No. Oh. I don't like any of that type of music because oh. I'm boring. Loser. Yeah, I know. Loser. Okay. Yeah. So you don't have any media of the week? My media of the week is Strange Trails, Lord Huron. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> bringing them back it's been a while um i've just bought the record so oh why really yeah i bought me a record for once <laughs> <laughs> it was gonna be my christmas present it wasn't actually gonna be your christmas present i just you don't have any records that i like except for lumineers and you don't listen to the record player so i was like i'll get one i you you <laughs> 
uh, for context, if you're not, if you can't see what just happened, he just took a drink of his shake, a sip, and he looked down because he thought something fell, but nothing actually fell. And when he looked down, <laughs> then it dripped. I literally thought it happened. You can't blame me. <laughs> but I am. Blah. But I am blaming you. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Frick you. Rude. <laughs> yeah. My media of the week, music-wise, is... Um, <laughs> the little gnat hovering. That's probably a... Uh, just hear my hand. <laughs> what is it? What are they called? Fungus gnats? What? They're little um, bugs that target plants. Oh, right. Yeah. All of the dying plants I have in my room. Yeah. Because you never open good. your shades and give them light. Wow. Ouch. Okay, you better turn that down <laughs> in post. Did it on purpose. Okay, my music media of the week is Crazy Mad for me. By C Matt. I've been doing a revisit. I've been jamming out. Boring. How is this boring? Just kidding. I like C Matt. That's all I can do for copyright reasons. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, come on. Now, listen to that song when we leave here. Life changing. Okay. It's called Stay for Me. Stay for something. Sorry. Play on our way to St. Paulie's. Okay. And um, The Secret Life. The Secret to Life by Fizz. Okay, I get it. I get it actually. No, I just need to do like 17,000 chef kisses right there. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and I've been watching a lot of movies this week. Yeah, tell them about the one that like gave you nightmares or something. Oh. What was that? Oh. I don't, oh, I don't know. I I was contemplating putting this in media of the week, but I don't I don't know. Okay. I'll talk about it though. It's called When Evil Lurks. It came out this year. It's um an Argentinian film. Argentinian? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Don't ask. Argentinian me. film. Um it's real spooky, real kooky, real ooky. Um it's about a demon that like jumps from person to person and like it makes people do crazy stuff. There was a whole scene of a dog eating a child. Ugh. And it it's so jarring. Ugh. So shocking. Like it would be my media of the week, but I don't I just don't know. Don't support it. I. Uh, it was such a good film, though. Mm. I don't know. Um. Actually, one of my medias of the week is a movie that I was I will be talking about today that I've talked about. Um. It's called Christmas, Bloody Christmas. Ooh. What is your subject? Or oh what, yeah. What was your subject? What did you talk about? <laughs> she has no idea what I did this episode on. <clears throat> it is. Christmas horror films. Oh, you freaker. That's why I was like, I think you're going to sit this one out. Yeah. All right. Thanks for watching. Hello. What? Hello. <laughs> and so that one and then a movie called Feast of the Seven Fishes. So good. Okay. Was that also a... No. Oh, okay. That is a Christmas movie about a large Italian family. The Feast of the Seven Fishes is a very common Italian tradition mm-hmm. where... On Christmas Eve, the, all the family will get together and they'll make seven different kinds of fish and just have a feast of seven different kinds of fish. I would hate that. Yeah. And then but they're, good for that. they're not, good for that. I think at midnight, they're allowed to eat meat again. So good, they, good, they good. roast like pork or something. Dang. They're not full from all the fishies? How could you be? Right. They got bacala, shrimp, calamari, salmon, oysters. No. What? Um, I'm trying to remember all of them. Eel. 
Um, ooh. Oh, the fact that I actually don't care. You know what I mean? I just, I just so. want, I want to prove to myself that I can remember <laughs> these seven fishes. They make bakla balls, fried calamari or boiled, um, eel in soup, just shrimp, regular shrimp. Mm-hmm. What was the other one I said? I don't know. Oysters, <laughs> half oyster, half oysters, and then two other fish that I don't remember. <laughs> okay, so that's my media of the week. So you have nothing. I already told you. The musical. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is where we live. Okay. Thanks for watching. Wait. Do I, oh, and then James and the Shame. Mm-hmm. He dropped a new album a few weeks ago. He did? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Red. Yeah. And it's pretty, pretty bust down. Pretty bang a Yeah. I don't know if All I right. should support it, though, because he's, like, talking bad about God. But, mm-hmm. you know. What's wrong with that? There's a lot of stuff wrong with that. If you're a Christian. <laughs> That's what the whole thing is about. I know. And it sucks because I love the type of music he makes, but I don't always love what he says in his songs. And I was thinking for a guy who doesn't believe in God, he sure talks about him a lot. But I think that's the point. I know. It's just interesting. So, yeah. Thanks for watching. That was so. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. <laughs> okay, bye. We have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And your mama. <laughs> LinkedIn. No, no, you don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. I have one. The podcast doesn't. Bye. Bye. <laughs>